you're an adult. Suck it up. Right. Quit bothering me. Quit inconveniencing me or quit burdening me with your feelings or or quit being a child. You're you're an adult now. You don't you shouldn't have those exactly feelings because you're an adult. It that yes. way. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, A Better Way to Talk About Feelings. Perfect. That's the one. I like it. Thank you. Alrighty. I am really excited to um, talk about this uh, topic on today's podcast because I've been using this tool with lots and lots of my clients. And every time I find a new tool and you can see the light bulbs come on. Uh And even better is when they come back in weeks later, still referring that tool and they've been using that tool in their house That's on fantastic. a daily basis. It's like, okay, this is a keeper. Yeah. And so I wanted to put this tool out there for everyone else to have so that they can have a different way to talk about feelings uh, mm-hmm. in their relationship. Because uh, even in here, between you and me, uh, sometimes we get distracted in our in our conflict, in our fights, um, uh, and we end up not talking actually about the feelings. There's actually three parts to a feelings conversation. You want to know the three parts here? Yeah, I Here's do. Here's how it works. Before I give you the three parts, though, um, let's back it up and let me tell you a quick story. If okay. If I can. Um, you're not feeling really good. You feel kind of sick. And after a couple of days you go, okay, I actually need to go into the emergency room and I need to um, sit with a doctor and find out, you know, what's going on. So you go to the emergency room and you're sitting there and this nice doctor walks in and he says, how are you feeling? And you go, man, my stomach hurts. Uh, I got, I feel terrible right now. He goes, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. That really must be painful I wish that you weren't having to go through that. I can remember once when I was feeling that bad and it just, it it really feels rotten. I'm so sorry that you're feeling that way. Okay. Have a good day. And he leaves. Well, first of all, I'd be so confused if a doctor spent time doing that because the doctors usually, they might give you a quick, um, sorry, you're feeling that way. And then try to figure out what's wrong with you. So there you go. You've just identified the first part of the of the uh, three-part equation here. Diagnosis or causality. What is causing the pain? That's what a doctor's job, the first part of the doctor's job is. Why do you hurt? How did you get injured? What is the problem? The problem now leads to the feelings, stomach ache, I don't feel good, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then the last part of the doctor's job is to do what? To give you something for it or to diagnose it or to to... prescribe a solution take this medicine do this thing here's how to stop the pain right those are the three parts causality feelings and solution or prescription in some way and that's what causes problems in most relationships between husbands and wives good i was i was worried there for you telling this story and i'm going yeah, that's the thing that causes problems in marriages when when there's an issue and someone's trying to solve it and fix it instead of, you know, understand. So in most marriages, and again, I see it in my office all the time, you have hurt feelings. 
you are sitting there going, man, I am sad. I'm disappointed. I'm frustrated. And I'm going, I didn't do anything. What's your problem? It's not my fault. What category am I talking in? I'm, the, oh, I'm in the first category. Here. Right. I'm in the I'm in the causality. What caused your bad feelings? Right. I and am and you're the, not really trying to figure out what caused my feelings, but you're saying I I'm not the cause. Right. It, yeah, but I'm focusing on causality. Or I could right. do it the other way. What happened? Why are you feeling so bad? You What's going feel on? That way. You shouldn't feel that way. And you're focusing focusing on that first that first part that causality. Right, the causality. And I'm ignoring. The fact that you're just hurting that middle, right. that middle portion, which is the feelings. Or I do the other thing, which is, man, you're feeling really, really bad. You should. Yeah. Here's how to fix it. Right. If, if you would just do this and this and this, you'd feel better and you'd stop feeling that way. And now I'm in solution or fixing. Right. The last, the last part of that three part right. uh, process here. And neither one of those works great. Neither one of those is helpful. But... All three are actually important. You Mm -hmm. have to deal with all three, but it's which one you deal with first. And this is why, again, a lot of doctors actually have to be taught bedside manner, which is that middle category. You go in and you don't just see the person as as, um, a commodity or a number that you're working on. They actually are a person with feelings. And so you address the feelings first, First. feelings before fixing. and you go, man, I'm sorry that you're hurting. I, I, I can see that you're hurting. And when you spend time in that middle section of just validating the feelings, empathy, listening to the feelings, understanding the feelings, once that person goes, okay, I am now heard and understood right. and you because your spouse has spent time with you in that middle section, then you can go to the, what happened? Right. What do you think's going on? Why? Well, what's? Where, how did you end up in this place? Right. I wonder. I wonder what shifts between when when we're children yep. and adults. Because when when you're a kid, yep. and you're and and you get hurt, typically your parent will pick you up, hug you, love on you. And good chill. parents will. Good parents. Yes. Yep. I was thinking. Well, I see a lot of not of that happening. Good parents I'm thinking, do that. Right. And and. And wait till you're done crying, unless it like you got blood everywhere, then they might be going, what happened? Yeah. Just out of reactionary. Yeah. But it's that, you know, hug, love, love, pat, pat, pat. <laughs> okay, Big now sign. tell me what happened. Yeah. And usually at that point, the kid doesn't care. care They're anymore. just squirming to get right, down I'm, and they want to go done. play again. I'm done. Yes. Yeah. They don't care about the causality. But you're right. You're a good question. What happens between childhood and adulthood? Why do we lose that capacity for empathy? Right. I think there's actually an answer for that. What is it? Because parents are actually designed to give and give and give and give, give and give. Without expectation of return. It is an inequitable relationship. The kid is not supposed to... Um, meet our needs. Right. Parents are primarily supposed to meet their needs. And so when we have that clarity of that expectation, we we are willing to typically give more. But when you're doing that with an adult, the expectation is you're an adult. Suck it up. Right. Quit bothering me. Quit inconveniencing me or quit burdening me with your feelings or or quit being a child you're you're an adult now you don't you shouldn't have those exactly. feelings because we you're an adult it that way yes. or again what i see so often is um there's some level of blame 
where there's two adults in the room and the other person saying, well, I'm feeling this way because of you, because it's your fault. And that instantly triggers the defensive mechanism in a person. And they are now trying to talk the person out of those feelings for their own protection. They don't want to feel blamed in some way. Right. But again, when you now have this language of when either one of you, the husband or the wife, is is sitting in some sort of strong feelings, if your spouse jumps to one of the other ones, the causality or the fixing, you go, hold on a second, we'll get to those other two boxes in a minute, but can you just sit with me for five minutes in the feelings portion here? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, now I can start to, you actually can picture before we move over to the next one, we're going right. to spend just a few minutes in here. Now, again, that can be learned skill. It's hard to sit with people mm-hmm. while they are hurting because most people just don't know what to do with that. Right. And there, and, and oftentimes, like, some people just have the personality of a fixer. Yeah. And so that can be really, really hard to sit with yeah. your spouse and their feelings when you just have this natural tendency to fix. But that doesn't help the person who's no, hurting. it doesn't. And not at all. it's your job to address your your feelings of having to fix everything. That's actually trying to alleviate your own internal exactly. stress. And again, the to be a good spouse is how do I give my spouse what they need, what they need, yeah. not what I need in right. this moment. And so, again, this just gives you a different way of understanding the process of of uh, emotional experiences or emotional situations. Mm-hmm. And which box are we in right now? Well, I, I still just, I just kind of need to be heard at the moment. Great. Right. We'll stay in that middle box. And that's a great way to put it in, instead of having things have to be in order. Yeah. We like order, yeah. but there's boxes and which box are we in as opposed to the boxes have to be lined up in this direction. Yeah. So now we can move to the causality. What happened? How can we avoid this next time? Mm-hmm. That's technically is a fixing box, but, but it gives you just a different perspective on on how to have this conversation. Right. I've been using this with lots of my clients. And every time I draw it out on my whiteboard, they go, I need to take a picture of that so I can take it home to my husband or my wife. And now we have a different way to kind of talk it through. Right. So now the whole world has it because it's out here on the podcast episode. I'm surprised you haven't drawn this one out for me. You draw lots of stuff out I for do. me, which is actually very helpful. We probably will get to that at the middle of our next fight. So, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> When I do that, we'll let everyone know how that goes because that works out great sometimes. No, actually, most of the time it works it out does. very good. It actually, it helps me because yeah. I get highly emotional and that just bring, kind of pulls me out of that. Survival brain. Survival brain. Thank you. Pulls yeah. me out of that survival brain and brings me back to the present. Yep. And I actually can see things much better. Much clearer. When, when I'm highly emotional, when I can actually see it drawn out. Exactly. So just a little bonus information. If you've listened to our podcast on a regular basis, you know this is the part where we usually say go to securemarriage.com because we have a quiz that you can take that will help assess um, your relationship on the six parts of a secure marriage so that you can figure out what area of your marriage you need to start working on first. And if you haven't listened to our podcast before, you should go to securemarriage.com and take the quiz, <laughs> which will assess you on the six parts of the secure marriage framework so you can figure out which part of your marriage you need to start working on first. 
And then after that, we have lots of other free resources because we want to equip couples out there to have a much better relationship. Right. Because we actually believe um, if you have healthy marriages and you have healthy kids, you have healthy kids, you have healthy schools, you have healthy communities, and we can change the world in about two weeks. So it's just a little goal that we have yep. out of changing the entire world through our little podcast here and yeah. the six people who listen to it. So anyway. <laughs> or if you have a specific question yes. that you want answered, you can absolutely email that to us at paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com. And we would love to do a podcast and answer your question because yep. if you have that question, I'm fairly certain that other people have it as well. I agree. So that's a great way to get a hold of us. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.